In a time when evildoers parade their agenda before the world without shame, in a world where absolutes are being challenged and changed, in a society where truth is relative, welcome to a podcast that will edify, encourage, and empower you. A podcast that will speak God's truth in love. I'm your host, Myron Powell. Thank you for subscribing and listening to Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. Hello and Welcome again to another podcast, Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth. I'm so grateful that we have this time together. Thanks for subscribing and listening. It's an honor to be with you today. In my opinion, the biggest little word in the English language is the word if. Although it's only made of two letters, so much hinges on the word if. Wars have begun over this word. Major policies have changed due to this word. Even relationships have been broken because of the word if. Well, we're continuing our series in Proverbs in season two here. And Proverbs chapter two has a lot of ifs, especially at the beginning if you receive my words, if you call out for insight, if you seek for knowledge and wisdom like you do for silver, if you do all these things, well, verse five has a then, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and the knowledge of God. So if, 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 then. But along with these if statements in these verses, these first three, um, three or four verses, comes some very important actions that you must do. So I have a question today as we go through this podcast in Proverbs chapter two. Are you willing to do these things in order to understand the fear of the Lord? Are you willing to act accordingly so that you will discover knowledge about God? Well, let's take a look here. The first one I want to point out is receive my words. Quite simply, this means to take away. Recently, I was uh, at, a, at a workshop, <clears throat> and at the conclusion of the workshop, the instructor asked each student what they were going to take away from the training. Well, when you hear preaching or teaching, what are you taking away from the message? Are you receiving God's word? How many times have you heard someone comment, man, we had good church, and you asked them, well, what was preached? What was taught? Well, I don't know, but it was good. Well, that person really didn't take away anything. It was just a bunch of emotionalism to them. They didn't really receive the words. The second thing you're to do, and again, you can find all these in Proverbs chapter 2. I know I'm not giving you the verses and all that. Hopefully, you'll open your Bible as, after you listen to this podcast and, and see that it's all there. But the second thing is, treasure up my commandments. What value do you place on the teaching and preaching that you hear? When you read the Bible in your personal study, is it just to get a check mark on you version and so, yay, I read my Bible today? Is, is it a goal that you can read so many chapters in an hour? Or do you really pause and reflect and hide those words in your heart as the psalmist expressed? By the way, the Bible says we can know where our heart is because where our heart is, that's where our treasure is also. So treasure up God's commandments. The third thing, make your ear attentive to wisdom. You ever talk to somebody you knew really wasn't listening? 
they're looking at their phone, they're staring off into the distance, they're they're just they got this glazed look in their eyes. They're hearing you, but they're not listening. And too many in church today, I believe, suffer from a sense of attention deficit disorder where they're just lost somewhere else. We need, to, we need to slow down, shut off our phones, shut off our social media, shut off you know Netflix and all that, and hearken to what the scriptures are really saying to us. Sometimes we just need to be still and know that God is God. Number four, incline your heart to understanding. The King James word uh, uses the word apply here in verse two. Do you apply what is taught? Hey, it's one thing to shout amen when the preacher's preaching from your seat on Sunday, but do you apply the message on Monday? Are you tailoring your life to please God on Tuesday? Do the daily choices that you make on Wednesday lead you to true worship to God? Our Christian lifestyle is meant to be lived daily. Jesus said in Luke 29, uh, 9, 23, excuse me, uh, that we are to uh, deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow him. The next one, if you call out for insight, number five, this means to call out to, to address by name. It gives the impression of being specific. Too often we ask for something in general terms when we should be a lot more specific. You know, for example, God touch my friend. Well, you know, I, I get the image of an angel coming down and just kind of touching their shoulder there. I did what you asked. But if I say, Lord, my friend is struggling with depression, would you comfort their heart? Would you speak a, a word of encouragement to them? Would you give me something to say to them? Would you put a song in their heart? That's a whole lot more specific than touch my friend. So be specific. If you raise your voice for understanding is number five. Sometimes you have to get adamant for an answer. Bartimaeus was told to be quiet. Don't trouble the master. But what did he do? He cried out all the more louder. A lot of people will, will tell you, ah, just, just, you know, that ain't worth it. That, don't do that, you know. And, and some may misconstrue it as you're yelling at God. But to me, it's a determination to achieve understanding. Now, raise your voice there can also just mean open your mouth and talk. But I think it also implies that intensity of, I'm not just saying, hey, do you mind if I learn something? But it's really that passionate, I want to learn. I want to grow. Raise your voice for understanding. Number seven, seek it like silver. The word seek here is translated from a Hebrew word, which means to search out by any method specifically in worship and prayer and by implication to strive after. Some people will go to great lengths to attain wealth, and that's fine, but, but apply that same determination to attain wisdom and you'll discover something eternal and not just temporal. Number eight, search for it as hidden treasure. How diligently do you search for God's wisdom? Do you possess the same resolve of the archaeologist who's searching for hidden treasure? The Berean Jews of Acts 17 search the scriptures daily that they might learn and know for themselves. We should learn from their example and do the same. So I believe doing these eight things will ensure that your quest will be rewarded. God desires to share, but he wants to see if you're willing to seek it for yourself. Are you willing to let others do the work for you? Or will you make the time acting upon your own desire to know God better? Understanding and knowledge are attainable if you are willing to do what it takes to obtain them. So are you willing? 
You see, the biggest little word may be all that stands between you and a deeper revelation of God's word. God waits on you, and if you're willing, you will discover a treasure far greater than the treasure that this world has to offer. Well, I hope this challenges you to dig into Proverbs 2. If you have questions or comments, please email me at rightlydividingwot at gmail.com. I'd love to respond and, and uh, to your comments or questions. Until next time, I hope you have a blessed day in Jesus Christ.